All right, Friday night, getting ready for Niners and Lions. It's the Krug Show. Back with you. Long day at Costco. A lot of streaming going on today. Lots and lots and lots of Niner talk. Welcome to the Krug Show, brought to you by Pig and a Pickle. The best barbecue in all of Northern California. Check them out in Emeryville and Corte Madera. They're open seven days a week from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. or until they run out. Get the brisket, get the brisket chili, pulled pork, barbecued chicken. Oh, it's all good. But when it goes, it goes. So check them out in Corte Madera and in Emeryville. Pig in a pickle. You will not be disappointed. And we're also brought to you by Marin Autoglass. You shatter a windshield. Uh, you need someone to take care of your windshield for you. Marin Autoglass will help you out. 415 883 3030marinautoglass.com on the web. And thanks to Saeed for being a sponsor of the Krug Show as well. And Underdog Fantasy. Don't forget Underdog Fantasy. Check that link in the description. Use the promo code Krug, and they will match you up to your first $100. And welcome to the Krug Show. It's Coach Yak in the house. And, man, with the playoffs on the line, I thought, who do we want to talk to on a Friday night? And I'm thinking, Coach Yak would be perfect. So we go across the country for Coach Yak. Coach, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, how you feeling about Niners uh, Lions Sunday at Levi's? Thanks for having me. I'm I'm, I'm confident. I think um, it's gonna you know Detroit's gonna come in and sell out on stopping a run. So you know they're third and they're third. They give up three point three on first down, and the yeah. Niners you know. Or do the Niners run it with McCaffrey on first down against the number one run D on first down in the league? That's kind of the first question of the game plan for Kyle Shanahan. What's he going to do? Right. It's 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 going to definitely be tough. Uh, Detroit's a physical team. I mean, they're not good at tackling, especially in the second and third levels. But I think um, I think Kyle's going to exploit the linebackers like he normally does. So I think we're going to see a big game. Um, from Kittle, I think he's going to do really well. Um, you know, he's going to try and get um, a lot of slants going over the middle too with uh, Ayuk. You're probably you're going to see uh, Debo motion a lot. You're going to see McCaffrey coming out of the backfield um, catching passes as well. So I, it's going to come down to if Detroit can't. I'm not. They're not going to fully stop the Niners' run game. But if if they can't slow them down, then I can see the Niners putting up, you know, mid to upper thirties in this game. You know, it's it's, it's I think Brock's going to do really well. Obviously, um, you know, weather conditions were had a, did play a factor in the last week. He just he was off. He he, you know, it, it reminded me his game like Cleveland. You know, he's off target, wet weather, just didn't look good at all. But with the um, season on the line, he, he needed, you know, he did what he had to do and got the team to go down the field and get McCaffrey into the end zone. So we'll see how things go this week here. I think he's going to have a good rebound week here. And um, defensive, defensive wise, I think Detroit's going to be able to move the ball on us, and their success is going to start with the run game. You know, you got two backs that can really um, run the ball, one to get to the edge, and Montgomery, you know, obviously he's going to pound between the tackles. So they got two backs that can get, you know, get the run game going. Um, I think what's going to happen in that 
when I saw the ball, it's, you know, and I, I DM'd uh, Lenore earlier in the week too. I said, this is, this is going to be your biggest matchup to date. You know, you got St. Brown, right. Who's in the slot nearly 50% of the time. What I think is going to happen. I think they're going to push him out wide and Ward will cover him, you know, when he's obviously not lined up in the slot and they're going to try and get, they're going to get their um, tight end on him on Lenore. If if Detroit does, you know, of, you know, you know, Demo Lenore. Uh, I mean, not personally. Uh, do I talk to him every week? Yes, multiple times every week. Yes, but he, he's he's really, you know, maybe of maybe more than almost anybody on the team, risen his game. He's taken yeah. his game up several pegs. His strength, Absolutely. his tackling, his hitting, his coverage. He's getting more and more dominant. Seems like every time out. Well, you know, and this is this is dating back to last year, year with uh, Demo. If you watched him, I watched him. I, I watch players' tendencies. I watch their uh, their body, just the way they they carry themselves. You know what I'm saying? I watch everything. And when I watched Demo last year, he was always by Jimmy Ward. Okay, on the sideline, he was always by his side, picking his brain. On the field, you could tell. As a seat, like he would, you know, he was always aggressive, but you could tell he wasn't confident. You seen him looking in, looking in late, getting calls. You know what I'm saying? The calls he just, you know, you could tell he he was out of place at times. And you know, I mean, he, he struggled the first three quarters of the season. You know, and then as we all saw last year in the playoffs, he he really did really well. And that snowballed into the off season. Had the confidence. You could see him. He was very vocal in the offseason and just talking and how, you know, how, you know, he's going to do things. And that just snowballed into the season here. And he's he's been great. And like I told him, I said, look, man, you're doing great right now. And I said, Kyle views you just like he did with K1 Williams. OK. You're a physical uh, slot. You're in the slot. You're physical. You can stop the run. You can cover really well. But. The difference is you can play the outside, and actually you can play the outside better than you can play inside, okay? And, you know, he's told me some things that I don't want to put on the air, but just basically what he prefers and and whatnot. I just told him, I was like, listen, man, when, you know, you got one more year on this contract here, and, you know, do not let them pay you slot corner money. Don't. Let them do that to you because they will. They'll try. Like, hey, you, you know, you can tell the difference between an outside corner pay scale. The and- irony of that is that what the you know the slot corner even you know and the, people want that premier guy on the outside who can shut down a side, but the right. slot corner dealing with the two way break and being physical, basically you're a linebacker in the box against the run, is right. such the unique position in the league, and it's you know you should pay those guys at a premium if anything. You would think, right? Because that's what every you know they, they'll kill you in the slot over the years, like the last fifteen years. It's the the shifty guys. You put them inside. Cooper Cup. They will Cooper Cup. Wes Walker. Those dudes would kill you all the, the last fifteen years, right? All the way through Edelman. They would put them in the slot and they eat you alive, right? The twitchy receivers. Well, now the most twitchy. He's aggressive and he's twitchy. And like I said, you know, I, and we see it. we can play, you can play inside outside, but like anyway, we were just talking about, you know, that contract coming up and whatnot and all. And I said, don't let them do that to you. They will sit there and say, you know what, you're doing great. 
You're a nickel corner. We'll throw you $5 million a year. You see what I'm saying? There's a big difference between pay scale on the outside and the inside. So. No doubt. No doubt. So that um, interesting. But that, anyway. To me, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll give you a couple names. Tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, Hargrave, to me, in that matchup inside with Awasika, I think is that's got to be where the Niners win. I mean, they've got to win this game against Coyote Awasika, right? In that, in Ragnow's not 100%. Glasgow, I don't think, is as good as Armstead. I think the 49ers in the interior have got to win. If they don't win in the interior, man, this, the, the, the Hargrave um, Armstead duo, you know, probably comes to an end this offseason. Well, uh, they got they, they got to make it happen right here and right now against this front. That's their advantage. Decker and Sewell, I, I mean, um, Bosa is a tremendous player, but I mean, Decker and Sewell could pitch a shutout in this game. That's how good those guys are. That's why, you know, I did my post earlier today about the predictions and whatnot. I have um, Hargrave and I have Armstead getting sacks because of the reasons that you just spoke about. Um, you know, Young and Bosa on a stat sheet wise, they haven't been anywhere to be found over the last, you know, four games, you know, combined what a half a sack and that was on young. Right. So what are you seeing? I mean, I mean, part of it is, you know, against green Bay, at least green Bay left the backs in and chipped them pretty consistently. Um, Number of key situations had a second body there waiting for Bosa. Right, you get chips and all that. Yep. So then all of a sudden, Bosa's got to become a run defender or slide back inside and try to bat down some passes. Um, and so, the, you know, there's been a couple of situations like that. There's been a few where they almost got there. I know that sounds like you're, you know, trying to give them a soft pedal excuse, but uh, it wasn't like they had no pressures in this game, but they right. had no sacks. And, um, you know, Shanahan talked about it this week. He's like, well, hey, look. If they're willing to devote, you know, seven or eight men to the to the pass blocking, we'll and we'll take our chance defending their two or three eligibles with our five defenders, and um, you know, I I see exactly what he means. I mean, to me, the big point in this game is you can't let uh, Gibbs have the chunk yardage monster plays and just turn it into his personal playground. He's he's no, a right. superstar player, and he's just young. And he's going to be one of the best players in the league in the next couple of years. And same with Amon Ra. Amon Ra, I don't think the Niners have a corner. I mean, I don't think, I think um, Diamador's got the best chance of shut down Amon Ra of any of the Niner corners, including Mooney. And that, that will be interesting to me who's on Amon Ra because Amon Ra is so, they're bigger guys, but his route running and his, his um, reps that he's got with Goff he's throwing it to spots with anticipation, little laser stop yeah. routes, and you yeah. can't stop that. I mean, you cannot stop Amon Ra with as good a player as he is from going down seven, eight yards, doing a little shake, turning around, and Goff knows exactly which direction he's going, and the ball's right there. I mean, that's like nearly impossible to defend, so they're going to have to get some rush in Goff's face, or this game is going to be very frustrating, I think, no, I because agree. I think... You know, Amon Ra, Golf and Amon Ra are really, really locked in. Um, and Jamison Williams is a home run hitter with massive speed. So they could go up top a couple times with him just to try to keep the Niners, you know, honest and kind of defense stretched out. It's going to be, this is going to be in a very difficult cover for the 49ers pass defense. The way Laporta, Laporta's a superstar receiver, has been all the way play, since high I'm school. I'm telling you right now, 
Sorry to cut you off. No. They're going to put Laporta. They're going if if these guys did their film review, they're going to put Laporta over the top of Lenore just because of the height advantage. Okay, so you're going to split out Brown out wide, put him on on Charvarius, and they're going to put um, Laporta up against Demouth. You got the height advantage. Now he's not. I think he's like two or three inches shorter than Waller, but we all remember what happened uh, two years ago, right against the Raiders. Waller uh, Demo matchup. Demo was all over him, like flying on shit. The problem was the height advantage. So I think they're going to. Demo's a better player since then. He's a stronger, more sudden, but, more aggressive well, player. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Even see <clears throat> again, if you watched him last year, Demo, like. It was just more about confidence. He was always in position and coverage. Okay. He was mossed a few times. And if you watch that game against Raiders, he was mossed twice against Waller. I mean, literally all over him, but wingspan. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, so you can't I mean, try that Laporta. They will try that matchup. I'm more concerned yeah. about Demo versus Laporta than I am against Demo against Brown, just simply because of the height advantage. Oh, that's the only reason. Hmm. So, I think you're going to see two matchups inside there that. It'll be very interesting. That'll be interesting. And then Brown against Ward's going to be interesting, and they're definitely going to try Thomas. They saw what happened last week. Thomas, you know, I mean, blaming his hand, whatever, may be the case. That's bull crap. All right, just like Wilkes shot that down at the pressure. Thomas has got to play the deep, the ball in the air with more poise than that. You you know, you can do – it's like, you know, what I would say to him, and not that I coach DBs, but just thinking it through, it's like anything that you do is going to be better than what you did against Green Bay. Yeah. you yeah, Anything absolutely. that you do, whether you play in front, play behind, whether you try to time it, go for the pick, whether you're physical, whether you're, you know, stay off the guy, whatever you do, it's going to be better than just wrapping a guy up and having an official go, whoop, spot Get foul. Turn your head around. That's not. I want. I want more competition than that. You got to compete better than that, and that's. And you got to be more poised than that. I know that sounds like, oh, you know, you're telling a guy how to play his position. He's a young player. He's a really young player. Uh, But I'll say this: he's tough. He's accountable. I've talked to him a lot this year, and you know he learns from his mistakes. So he's just as likely, though, to make a big play. uh, You know, going the other way, taking one back. I could. Ambry's got a lot of talent, so um, you, you know. know so I think he could. He's a key factor because you know because he didn't play with poise in this last game, and he showed his his uh, youth and inexperience. What is you mentioned? Let's talk Purdy for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, numbers show that he he doesn't have he bounces back from his bad games. I think resiliency was a a, a major characteristic of Garoppolo, and it definitely Purdy has that as well. Um, what do you think it's going to look like in this game? I mean, to me, I, I saw a quarterback that just was out of rhythm to me. If, if they can get him in a good rhythm, I, I think they should be able to move the ball up and down the field against this defense. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's going to throw for over 300 yards. That's what I put out there earlier today. I think he's going to have three touchdowns, 300 yards passing. And, and, you know, and again, it's that secondary for Detroit really isn't good. I think they're really, you know, and, and I know they like to take chances with their safeties. I'd like to send them once in a while. So you're going to see some blitzes. I I think that'll be a big mistake if they try that against us simply because 
of Kittle one on one matchup there. You got Ayuk one on one matchup there. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how they bring pressure. Uh, Detroit. I don't know if you watch any of their pressers this past week, but um, that's you know they they hinted towards bringing pe- pressure different than the way we can. He they said you're like. You know, San Fran brings pressure with four guys. They're fortunate enough to have four down linemen that can bring pressure, you know, where we we have to bring an extra one or two guys to get that in there. So you're gonna see, you're gonna you're definitely gonna see blitzes, but it's gonna be up to Kyle to go ahead and um exploit that secondary. And I think he will. That's why I said he's gonna have over three hundred yards pass. And I think it's a it's a bounce back game. I mean Brock was thrown low, thrown behind his his targets. Wasn't so, a good day. Wasn't a good day for Brock. Um, he needs this know, guy. Let me, let me, coach. Let me play this because you. This is off your Twitter. I don't know if people follow Coach, but he's a good follow on Twitter. Coach underscore Yak, and you got you got Debo here and playing replaying this, and we'll we'll just well this. I want to ask you about this because this to me is, it. I think this is going to be the matchup of to watch all day. Here we go. Debo talking about C.J. Gardner Johnson. He just got to come in and strap it up. It's a very quick answer. You guys have had that back and forth on social media. No mind, He just got to come in and strap it up. There you go. Short and sweet. Now, uh, I will say this. What do you think? Right, That's so a matchup, man. That's, That's a matchup. I'll tell you right now. All right. So I watched the pressure with Gardner as well. Okay. And. What's he saying? He refused to talk about matchups. I mean, listen, if I would if I was in your position and you got to interview players constantly, that's one player you do not want to interview. He's CJ. A he's a miserable fuck. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. All right? It's a de- so, it's a defensive person, defensive mentality. Sometimes right. guys can be tough. Nah, nah, that is different, though. I'm telling you right now. Okay, I, well, he, tell me. Next he was a next question, you know, wasn't looking at you. Talking, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he yeah, evasive. So I'll tell you right now, you like you saw Debo. Debo's annoyed as well, like, but different. All right, so they, they're both annoyed. This is going. This is going to be a movie. All right, it's it's going to get it's it's it, it, there might it might come to blows. I'm telling you right now because we're going to get uh, um, Deion Sanders Bad Moon Rising. <laughs> yeah. Nobody gets thrown out. Yeah, the way in, 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 in today's game, they probably both get thrown out. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. But I'm telling you right now, both of them are annoyed. You saw, I mean, like I said, I saw both pressers, and it, it's it's going to be good. So those two are going to be, you know, how about a pre, how about a pregame brawl? You know, you get out there. <laughs> well, we don't out- need that. Last time we had that was against Cleveland. Look how that game ended, right? Yeah, it's true. So we don't need it's any true. of that bullshit. <laughs> you know, but you know what. What makes the game juicy is that when you tune in and the and the teams have already kind of brawled before the game. I mean, I can remember watching so many Miami Florida State games and like, by the way, in the tunnel moments ago, and then just guys just throwing haymakers, and then the game's on, and it's like it does add a little juice. I mean, obviously they're playing football, and it's about football and football plays and being you know right with your assignments. But at some level, it's also toughest team wins. And in this particular matchup, I think the toughness factor is going to be a major factor. I think the 49ers are a pretty tough group of guys. 
Um, and I think this is going to be an interesting, I think Detroit's maybe the toughest, most physical team I've seen in the league this year with the way their O-line plays and shoots out um, and the way their backs run, how, how hard R- Montgomery runs. And, um, and then defensively, C.J. Gardner-Johnson and, and Kirby Joseph are playing for keeps, man. Kirby Joseph took out Higby. That was borderline one of the dirtiest plays I've seen. Uh, he's, just, he's definitely dirty. He's, he's dirty. dirty. I mean, he just went right to you know right Higby's to knees, yeah. and it's like that's a career ender. I mean, Higby did tear the ACL on the I play, and, and it could have been a graphic, terrible thing. Yes, I mean, it's could. such yep. a ridiculously violent hit. You want to take hits out of the league. That guy, to me, is the guy to watch. C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Kirby Joseph not just hitting, but hitting dirty hits, right. I think is one of the things to look for in that game. Well, you know, and we're not, and what we're not talking about is <clears throat> McKibbitz. All right. He's going to have his hands full. No doubt. So how are they going to handle that? I, I was thinking to, to, you know, I was thinking about that matchup going, why don't you just slide the protection to McKivitz's side and say to Trent, Hey, you got Kaminsky and you got Pascal all day one-on-one. And I, I would, yeah, you're definitely going to see slide protection, obviously, and then you're going to see a lot of chips, right? Uh, whether it's Warner, it's Kittle, whoever it is, is going to have to get a chip before they go out. Whether it's a running back coming out of the backfield, Caffrey, you know what I'm saying, a receiver chip. They're going to, they can't let McKivitz go one on one, you know, most of the game, or he's, he's, you know, it, it, we might see another multi sack game coming up against, you know what I'm saying, for Detroit Hutchinson. So it'll, that's that's a battle there. You got two things to look at on Detroit side of the ball on defense, and that's going to be one early down rushing for us if we're able to get the run game going. Two when we're when we're throwing, how's McKiv- McKivitz holding up? You know, so <clears throat> it'll be interesting. You know, if and again, you're not he's McKivitz isn't going to have a clean sheet this week. It's it's not that's not going to happen. You know, uh, you can see at least three four pressures given up hopefully just one sack at most. So if, if that's the case and, you know, then be, technically he did okay, you know, so it'll be interesting on that side of the ball for Detroit. Um, is, um, is, 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 would you go with Logan Ryan or would you go with Jair Brown in your did mind? Did you see that latest tweet? No, let me check. Your All right. Late. So um, I just posted something here. This is from the Instagram, uh, Jair Brown's Instagram um, story. So, this is the latest Coach Yak tweet. Okay, here we yeah, go. Yeah, so it says, uh, you know, probably all Twitter, probably all, all so it's already. Thank you, God, for every moment. Oh, wait, wait, here we go. Awesome. Let, me, let, me, uh, let me put this up there for people to see. We'll mm-hmm. we'll share the screen and, and let people see Coach Yak's tweet here. Man, I'm glad I asked. Look at this. Are you going to let me not, not bring this up? All right, <laughs> here we go. Uh, Coach Yak, at Coach underscore Yak. I've heard of that guy. From Jair Brown's IG story, it looks like he's getting his starting job back. Thank you, God, for every moment, every obstacle, all the success, all the failures. It led me to he led me here to here or led me here right where I want to be. Uh, we back in action. Good. That's all I gotta say. Cause you know what? Yeah. I was gonna get, I didn't want to be pissed about it, but when I asked Wilkes about it early in the week, I am I literally wanted to say at the presser, start Jair Brown over <laughs> over Logan Ryan. Agree? And then just be like, throw agree at the end as a question. 
Because, I mean, it's just, it, come on. I mean, last week that was despicable against against uh, Jones. I can't that can't happen. You can't have a safety coming up in the hole and barely getting an arm on a guy. You got to have you got to have guys who who show up with bad intentions and strike right. And uh, Jair Brown, if Jair Brown was like just some bum, it would be one thing. Jair Brown's terrific. He's like one of the great young players going forward with the Niners. Play this kid. My goodness, play this yeah. kid and don't make that mistake again. Now, here's the question I would say. Here's how I look at it. Go with Jair Brown. You got to stop Montgomery. Montgomery's a horse. You got to have some guys. This guy can hit Montgomery and knock him to the ground. Um, so play this guy. But then if you get a big lead and all of a sudden it's, you know, golf in a pass, 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 pass and pass mode, then you want to take him off the field at times and and go with Logan Ryan because of pass coverage and a you know kind of an extra corner look. That's great. Do it. But wait until let this guy deal with the running backs until this game's won. And then when they get into pass mode, then bust out Logan Ryan if you have to. Right. If you have to, exactly. So I mean, you know, and I'd post something a few days ago about, you know, I, I had that video up there. You know, I put in um slow motion where he whiffed on that tackle. And, you know, there were a couple fans. Oh, here we go. You're just picking out one one play out of the whole game. I said, look, I said, the reason why Shanahan went with Logan, obviously, was for experience, right? Right. And, you know, and then I put up the numbers, uh, missed tackles. So, you know, Logan Ryan has missed four tackles, and I want to say 176 or 192 attempts. Okay, and then Jaya Brown, Rutgers yes. kid, by the way, Jersey guy, probably, yep. probably your. Are you a big Logan Ryan guy? Did I? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm okay. Not. okay. I, although my wife did go to Rutgers, and my son's about to go to Rutgers, so I was like that good. program, solid program. Yeah, they're very good actually. So, but anyway, um, you know, Brown's missed tackles. I think he's got six. He's got six missed tackles on a season, but in like 390 attempts. See what I'm saying? But he, but he see Brown's an alpha though. Yeah, he's a true. Yeah. He is the future leader of your secondary. Get right. him out there. I would ride and die with him for the next two games over Absolutely. some guy that you called who was good three years ago, and yeah. he's and he's 32 years old, and they, he was on a freaking cruise. Yeah, go with Jair Brown. Absolutely. So and listen, I mean, why else would he put that on a storyline? You're not going to put that back in action if. If you're not starting, right? Right, right. He's starting. That's He's right. He started. technically was I mean, back to action last week, but on the sideline. I know, I know. But they, you know, so. they wanted to see here. I think last week they looked at Green Bay and all those weapons and said, "Man, we need as many cover guys as we can have." You know, they, these guys they got a bunch of receivers. Um, and then in this game, I think, man, you look at Montgomery and Gibbs, and you're like, "Hey, it's all hands on deck." If you're a hitter, linebacker, if you're good against the run, you know, I mean, I mean, I I would have. I mean, if it was me, I would have a guy like Jalen Graham active because I really think he's a star young player. But that seems to be a tad more aggressive than they want to be. They're they're much more Flanagan fouls and the other guys and and go with the the special teams linebackers. I don't right. think they've done, you know, Graham. It, when you, all I all say is this: when Graham and Winters finally, you know, play, I think people are going to wonder couldn't they have played a few snaps this year? You know what I mean? Cause these guys are really good. Um, 
They like the red shirt though tonight. They like the red shirt. They love, yeah, they love their development. So yep. we'll see. We'll see. Hey, what, what what's to argue right there at where they're at? Um, what do you think of all the people ripping Purdy? I mean, every, you might as well weigh in on this, Coach. We're only going to be here for another fifteen minutes or so with the coach. But um, what do you think? I mean, I, it's not really a football topic, but I do feel almost obligated to ask you because everybody wants to talk about the quarterback. It it doesn't. I don't think it impacts him at all. Um, yeah. other than adding a chip. So all I would say is bring it on. Keep talking. If I was Shanahan, I'd be thrilled that there's all these people saying, you know what, this guy, it's this guy and everybody else. Because I, I know that that's not the case, but it's not. It's it's never bad to have your quarterback on edge. No, and, and that's the thing. I don't think it's really going to affect his gameplay at all. He's not like a... He's not really like a social media guy like some of the guys we have on a team that are on there that see everything. So, I mean, I don't think it bothers him. I mean, he will, you know, he'll he'll downplay, you know, in a pressure or whatever like that. But, I mean, does he know what's going on? Yeah, I'm sure the players are mentioning stuff to him. But I don't think it's, it's you know, listen, media, the media, just like people on Twitter, everybody wants to be right. Okay. So, right. if if you're sitting there and you're b- bad mouthing Purdy most of the year, right? And then he has a game like he did last week. It's like, yes, all right, I'm right. Look, see, he's, you know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, they got to spout off. And then what's going to happen is Purdy's going to throw for 300 yards or whatever, multiple touchdown passes. And they're going to say, well, he's supposed to do that because he got talent all around him, right? So it's really, He's really not in a win-win situation, Purdy. He's really, you know, the only way. Well, he's in a, he's in a just-win situation. That's really I it. I mean, he's just in win. A But you know what? Listen, there's no way he can really win. Right, even if he wins the Super Bowl, well, he's got nine, you know, nine studs on his team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but I, I, mean, I don't know. There, there's there's respect that comes with that. There's, there's no way around it. Well, you know what? Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Oh, sure. You know, I mean, it, it, if he if he evaporated a year right. later, yeah. But I mean, Nick Foles was great in that Super Bowl. He just win it. I mean, he was fan, oh he was phenomenal. Yeah, he was, he was I, I I remember Nick Foles. I was watching Stanford, Arizona, one night when he completed like seventeen passes in a row. I mean, that guy gets hot, and it's like, whoa, yeah, he watch out. You know, he he's, yep. he's played some amazing football, and he got into a zone, man. He got into a zone. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty yeah. awesome to watch, actually. Um. What do you think about about you know defending Gibbs and Laporta? I mean, uh, Gibbs and Laporta last week combined for seventeen receptions against Tampa. Um, that this is who they want to go to to move the chains. Of course, of course. You know, it's. I mean, how do you see the Niners matching up? It's it's going to be it's going to be tough. Like you know, we already talked about the Laporta matchups. You're going to see yeah. him inside with Demo. You're going to see that happen there. Uh, Gibbs, you know, thank God we got this uh, linebacker speed. So I don't think Gibbs is going to kill us out of the backfield. You know, he'll catch some passes. But as long as Dre's matching his speed sideline and sideline, you know what I'm saying, we're fine there. I don't think he's going to – he's not going to gash us downfield, obviously, Gibbs. He's not going to be the type that, you know, makes one miss and then picks up, you know, 20-plus yards on us. I don't I – don't, we have – you know, our linebackers are going to – we'll clean that up. I'm just like I said. I'm more concerned about the Laporta matchup and seeing where he's lined up and who's covering him. So, you know, it, it's 
That's why, you know, like I said, I, when I, I think I had 31-21. A couple fans were like, oh, Chorsock's going to score 20 against us. Look, man, I've heard that all year. Every time I put 20 or more points, you get fans out there, oh, oh they're not going to score 20. Listen, they can move the ball against us. They can. All right, this isn't the 85 Bears defense. We got a nice defense, but it's by no means elite lockdown, you know, hold you to three or seven points. That's just, you know, they're gonna they're gonna move move the ball on us. You know, it's just that I mean, uh, he's he's not as good at on the road. At home, 70%, 70%, 19 touchdowns, six picks at home. On the road, 64.8% completion percentage, 11 touchdowns, six picks. Did so, you watch? Did you watch that Detroit Baltimore game earlier in the year? I don't know if you watched it. I no. did. Oh yeah, I yeah. Did. Detroit Baltimore I did see. Yes. Okay, so I watched that whole game just due to uh, fantasy football purposes. All right, Brown for fantasy football. All right, so I'm watching these, and I'll tell you right now, Detroit is not the same on grass, and Baltimore beat the piss out of them. I mean, that game was Detroit. I think the last two drive they moved the ball just because at that point there the, the game was a blowout that and and Detroit literally had their starters in like that's how Campbell goes he doesn't sit there and say you know what we're getting beat by four touchdowns you're out he's going to get you in there no matter what the score is so um, I Detroit's going to look a little different my concern obviously was the uh, Laporta matchup Gibbs is going to be an issue we got to shut down we got to contain Edge. Our ed, you know what I'm saying? Our edge, we got to contain that. If we get contained, because guess what? I'll tell you right now, we didn't get the containment against Green Bay. You saw those tosses, right? You saw Green getting his shoulders straight. I um, mean, the run able. fits, the, they were disastrous it in the worked. run fits. And, yeah, it and it's bad. raining. You would think when it's raining out there, you know what I'm saying? It would be a little bit better for us to stop the run. But And people sit there, well, you know what? It was only that one long run. Look, if you go back and watch that game, they were moving the ball, you know, at times on the ground against us. So, you know, I am concerned about the run game a little bit. And if if we're not able to control that run game, then it's going to open up the passing game. So it'll be interesting. Um, both got to do a better job of containment. Same with Young. Um, our corners have to come down and uh, contain, obviously, our there are forced, um, our containment corners. So it'll, it'll be interesting in the run game. I don't know. You know, I, I even if we're able to contain the outside, you're going to have Montgomery running, you know, off tackle. He's going to be pounding the B gap, and he's done that pretty well this year. I don't know what his yards per carry is through the B gap, but you know, again, he's 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 a truck. So it'll be interesting. Again, I mean, do I think it's going to be a blowout? No, but I also don't think Detroit's going to be able to stop our offense. I just think our defense is. A lot better than Detroit, so that's that's a difference in this game here. Yeah, no, I, I I I totally agree. We'll let you go, uh, but how about this? You look at golf when he plays outdoors in the dome this year: seventy percent completions, twenty-four touchdowns, six picks. Outdoors, sixty-three percent, five touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, and a much much smaller yards per attempt um, yeah. average as well. So it, it I had know. a lot to do with two games outdoors, and I watched them both. I was forced to watch the Detroit Chicago game in Chicago, and I'll tell you right now, he was throwing balls at their feet. It looked like Brock Purdy in the rain. 
is what golf looked like in Chicago. I watched that game as well. And those num- and those two bad games are going to kill his numbers stat-wise. So, yeah, I, I believe it. And, again, you know, they're going to – now they got to come here. So, you know, I it's don't – It's all about golf. It's all about golf. Yeah. you got to pressure golf. Yeah. Um, you know, and the Niners' pass defense led the NFL in interceptions this year. Yeah. So, I yeah, mean, you know, don't forget that. I mean, the Niners will give up some pass plays, but they'll also get mm-hmm. their hands on some footballs, as we saw last week against uh, against Green Bay. And if you take it yeah. away in the playoffs, typically, you want to win in the playoffs, take the ball away. I mean, that's Absolutely. really it. Take the Absolutely. ball away. And like you said earlier, Hargrave and Armstead, they got to be able to push that pocket in, get pressure in Goff's face, and then we should be in good shape. So. Who, who's your wild card factor? Is there any any player that you look at in this game and say, you know, like so? They, my good friend Kyle Posey on Niners Nation did an article today. Three players who need to step up against the Lions, and he, I love Kyle because he's a good football guy. Uh, he's, he's yeah, he's he's great. He's a great football mind, Kyle. He he's, really yeah, is. Kyle's good, and and he's he's got Chase Young. Um, you look at you know Chase Young. Uh, I think he's had a 9.1. Um, what his PFF grade was was like 9.1%. It was okay. not good. Kinlaw graded highest at 37.5. Then, then Armstead, then Bosa, then then Chase, then Gregory, then Hargrave. I mean, Hargrave's really the guy. He's got to step up because he's the guy getting paid a ton. Yep. Um, but Chase Young was only doubled on 12% of his pass rushes during the year. So it's not like he's getting doubled all the time either. No, so he's got no. Chase Young, Ambry Thomas, and Logan Ryan. If I said to you uh, three players that you think need to step up for the Niners in this game, who are you going with? On that side of the ball right there? We're just either talking way. about defense, right? If we're yeah, talking yeah. about defense, then uh, Chase is absolutely one. All right. Ambry Thomas is going to be two. And, you know, I'm not going to say Hargrave. We've been talking about that constantly. You know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with Armstead. All right. Armstead, you know, he came back last week. Wasn't much of a factor. Okay. I think he's really going to be able to eat in the backfield. So I think he's going to be disruptive. So I'm going with those three right there. You got Chase, Armstead, and then Ambry Thomas. Ambry Thomas is going to be huge in this game. If, if we have a – you know, like I said, they're going to test him early on. So if we don't have a, a duplicate of what he did last week, then we're going to be fine. We'll be fine there. So, yeah, Ambry and Lenore would be great. Uh, yeah. Great calls. I, I think Hargrave has a big day. I think Jair Brown has a good day. Ooh. I really do. I hope, man. You know what? That might, this might be the game here that says, you know what? We got something secondary for long haul. He proved it in a big game in the playoffs. So, you know, let's one, let's hope to God that Jair gets to start at safety and two, he steps in and makes plays. I mean, look at him, right? He's already, he's a ball hawk. He's a ball hawk, man. He made what? He got two picks, several PBUs. So, I mean, he's shown that he can make plays, you know, in the run game and obviously in coverage as well. So if he can step up here, it would be huge for his career early on and confidence for him as well as Wilkes and keeping him out there. That's that's not good stuff coach we're gonna hand it right here thanks to everybody um tomorrow morning at 9 a.m the coach will be in the house and that's uh, our other buddy the coach and we do our saturday show and of course uh in uh coach yak does a great job on twitter and coach promote what you got going on man let people know if what, what kind of content you're putting out there 
I have nothing other than Twitter. That's where you'll find me. You'll see me all over the timeline, whether it's you're following me or somebody else is retweeting whatever the hell I flip up there. So that's about it. Appreciate it. And the last one's here. We've got Todd Jersey says has become a YouTube member. Thank you, Todd. And then Cole Wilson says Brock Purdy's first running back in college was David Montgomery, then Brees Hall, and now CMC. What a commodity for Brock. How would you rank them? Um, CMC would be one. Montgomery, I would take two. Brees Hall's a burner, though. I like Brees Hall's talent. Brees is nice. If he can stay healthy, I'm taking CMC, Hall, and then Montgomery, if Hall can stay healthy. Yeah. Hall's Hall's not been healthy, and I've always loved Montgomery. I just love that build, man. 5'10", 220. I mean, those those guys yeah. are – that's a running back build. And Cryptic says 49ers' identity all season was getting ahead and winning by 14 points or more or losing, only scoring 20 or less. Will the Niners get back to that? Uh, then he says this Detroit defense is bad. Eagles bad minus the run. I don't know. This Detroit defense is tough, and they cause turnovers. Yeah, um, and there's some great individual players – on, on it, but it's not a great defense for sure. Um, yeah, I think the Niners are gonna gonna win this game. I like I like um, you know thirty one twenty. I've got an eleven point win, but I think it's gonna be more like thirty one thirteen, and then maybe a late score by the Lions to to wrap up at thirty one twenty. Coach, good stuff. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we we enjoy following you on Twitter. And uh, thanks to everybody for joining jumping in. MarinAutoglass.com, Underdog Fantasy, and of course, we are brought to you by Pig and a Pickle, the best barbecue in all of Northern California. Thanks to Damon and Mary. Go get Pig and a Pickle. You will not be, uh, you will not regret it. It's fantastic. Get the brisket, the brisket chili. Have a great night, everybody. Go Niners, and thanks for tuning in to the Krug Show. Yeah, never met a man I've been scared of. Careful, you won't get exactly what you asked for.